youth and disability. What's that? Now arriving at Sin Radio. This service has now departed. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Is it you? Is it disability? Raise the platform. Ready, willing, and able. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Raise the platform. Don't forget the ramp. Welcome to Raise the Platform. It is the 13th of August here, and my name is Amy. I'm here with Jaden, Veronica, and a new member to our team, Aiden. Hi. How are you all? We're good. That's awesome. Um, so today um, is a kind of cool show because we're without our resident ghost, as we've been calling her, Rosie. She's away with Cam- in Cambodia with Alex, and we'll get to that a bit more later. But today we're mainly going to talk about, it's kind of a bit more of a general show, I guess, than usual. But um, we're going to talk about, like, I guess, injuries and recovering from surgery and just have some general banter and all that fun stuff, I think. Yeah, woo. Sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Great um, things. Aiden is in a bit of shock right now at his radio debut, but we'll introduce him in a couple of minutes. Um, how are you guys, Jane and Veronica? How are you going? Going I'm pretty well. well. That's mm. good. What have you guys been up to the past week? I've been catching the bus from a local shopping centre independently. Oh, that's really cool. Congrats. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've made that achievement this year as well, so I know what that feels like. Fantastic. Yeah. And what about you, Jaden? Uh, not a lot, really. Oh, well, that's great. I have been helping with my um, local council. I'm in a group called Hughes Productions, which is the local freezer. Okay, Freezes that's a youth thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, in, it's for, like, performance and music concerts held in the local area, and we've got our Battle of the Sounds, as we're dubbing it, on... Friday night, All which right, is awesome. coming up, so I'm and I'm seeing that, so I'm pretty excited. Cool. Um, so we've got Battle of the Bands. We've got new um, cast member. Would we call you a cast? Yeah, cast, cast members. Uh, crew know. member. I presenter. Presenter. New Bro- radio yeah, presenter. Veronica. Veronica would know the proper word because she's <laughs> been she's been here longer than us. I'm, I'm a keen yeah. bean. <laughs> You're a keen bean, yes. If you didn't know, Rosie's dubbed all the newbies this season the keen beans. So we are the RTP keen beans, as per our Facebook chat. Um, For now, we're going to go to Never Shout Never with Red Balloon here on Sin 90.7. You're listening to Raise the Platform. Now, if you... Red Balloon by Never Shout Never. (laughs) (laughs) Now we are going to... Now we are going to introduce a new member to the program, Aiden. Hello. 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 Welcome Hello. to your interrogation Welcome. session. Are you ready? <laughs> well, this brings back memories. Oh. <laughs> you are listening to Raise the Platform. We have a new person here, Aiden, as you just heard. Um, Aiden, to give you, how do we describe Aiden, you guys? He's wearing a vest, which we were talking about before, which is a very interesting choice. Is that is that Sherlock Holmes inspired? Um, 
it's inspired by just a lifetime of insane fabulousness, really. Really? Yeah. There you go, yes, you got that. Well, because you were saying before when we were catching up that you're really into Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah. And you made a bit of an impulse buy just based on Sherlock Holmes, didn't you? Kind of. It, in, I don't want to say... Uh, I'm going to say influenced. An influenced purchase. Okay. <laughs> mm, yeah, a few days ago, I... Decided walking home from uh, uni, I bought a violin. Yeah, a very expensive violin. Uh, the cheapest they had, three hundred dollars. Goodness, <laughs> if that's cheap, what would the most expensive one be? No, uh, that yeah, doesn't really matter. But no, it was just okay. a very expensive violin. Hmm. Um. So it was a very expensive violin. But here's the thing: you don't know how to play the violin. Mm, no, <laughs> no, I don't. So you've just gone and bought a violin based on, um. Based on Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it sounds it sounds cool when it's played well. I do not sound good at the moment. It sounds a lot like a cat dying or <laughs> being, being in a lot of pain, really. Ooh, that that <laughs> sounds delightful. Your parents would love. And the neighbours, the neighbours are just rejoicing, really. <laughs> um, are you learning through YouTube or how are you doing that? Um, uh, so far, I just uh, looked up. Uh, Note the uh, sheet music for Game of Thrones and then guessed, kind of. Okay. Um, Doesn't sound anything like it. And I guess we need to ask, if this is a disability advocacy show, can you explain to us why you're here? Why are we all here, but why are we all here? (laughs) That's a very existential question. You really... I wasn't prepared for such good philosophy. No, no, I... um, A few years ago, I suffered a brain injury. I fell off my roof uh, two metres, and um, it's about a 10-year recovery... And um, I guess that's that's sort of why. I'm, and I also have a uh, sister with um, uh, cerebral palsy, and uh, she's triplegic. So, yeah, I've had a bit of yeah, experience in this kind of world. Yeah, I'm quite similar as well, except I've got high functioning autism. But my brother, my youngest brother, I'm in. I'm in a family with my mum, dad, and two younger brothers. I, my youngest brother, has autism as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I. Just on a note that your sister has cerebral palsy, I always say cerebral palsy stands for cool person. So <laughs> I like that term. Yeah. <gasps> so, you know, there used to be, I used to live in an area, and I don't know what this stands for, but there was a club called the CP Lounge, and I just assumed it was uh, for me. It's, it's cool people. <laughs> <laughs> you look cool at me like, this, this is where I belong. Yeah, this, this, is, is, my this place. is me. I wasn't old enough to go in, but I was like, that's for me. <laughs> um... So, yeah, Aiden's new to our show. He's a member of the Keen Bean crew that are, I guess, coming in this season. Um, what else have we got to know about you, Aiden? Ooh, ooh. Favourite colour? Else you, ooh, that's, that's green. It's green, green right there. Don't know why, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that green. That green, though. You look, <laughs> you look at it and you just go, ooh, that's some nice green. So, um, is what's your opinion on Kermit the Frog, then? Well, I mean, he shouldn't be with Miss Piggy. I mean, I love Green. He should be with me. He's. <laughs> can we can we <laughs> ship that now, Aiden and Kevin? The but it's not easy being Green. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, too true. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Yeah. Um, I guess. Aiden, the important question. Can, yeah, the important questions. Have you guys got any important questions? Silence. <laughs> we, we, we know everything that, that we know, know about you now. I, that's it. There's no more depth here. No. Between a green and violin. Mm. Green and violin. That's yep. all bases right there covered. Bam. We were talking about movies before and you did say you like James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Huge, huge die. Hard fan. Huge. Not die hard, James Bond fan. <laughs> huh. 
was a joke. And who's your favourite Bond? Sean, Sean Connery. Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. The puns. The original so Bond. Pun. Yeah, the original. The, oh, and the voice. The voice. The voice. It's, this, the it's voice. that. Oh, you, you can't miss it. You can't <laughs> so miss you just, it. Do you stop on the street and go, that's Sean Connery, that's <laughs> my Bond? <laughs> I have him every morning. Here's my alarm. It's, it, I have his voice. Genuinely? Wake up, really? Please. Really? No. <laughs> no, but you thought I did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it would be good. I might actually now do that when I get home. Mm. Yeah, that would... Imagine just... Who would who would I have wake me up in the morning? <laughs> I would probably... I don't know. I'd probably have a Mean Girls quote, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Just to get me up in the morning. Like, <laughs> that's interesting. I'm a cool <laughs> mom. Um... And I guess now we're going to go to Courtney Barnett with Pickles from the Jar. Let us know on Twitter, by the way, at RTPSYN, what you would have as your alarm in the morning. Ooh, okay. Welcome back to Raise the Platform here on Sin 90.7. You are here with Jaden, Amy, Aiden, and Veronica. And I'm so afraid that I'm going to get Jaden and Aiden <laughs> mixed up. Not that you guys listening at home would know who's sitting where. Right. But as you're kind of announcing them, you kind of look around at everybody. So I'm, I'm terrified that I'm going to go Aiden and look at Jaden. And it's, it's the principle. It's the <laughs> principle. You don't want to let us down. <laughs> and exactly. And here's a hint. Also the voices. Also the voices, very, but they don't speak when I introduce them. <laughs> so, yeah, but anyway, we're going to go into, like, I guess the main topic of this show. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about some recoveries from surgery and injuries. And, um, Jaden, you had a little bit of a story, I guess, you wanted to tell us about your experience. Yes, I do, Amy. Um, I have or had scoliosis. I did have surgery on it eight, nearly eight and a half years ago to correct it. So, they... I was diagnosed when I was eight years old, uh, so at the start of grade two, and they initially tried to correct it by having me wear a fiberglass waist for 23 hours a day, but it was so uncomfortable to the point that I stopped wearing it at school. Yeah, especially in summer and stuff. That yeah, and with PE and that, and, yeah. and of course during recess, I couldn't bend down to, t- to touch a ball. Yeah, so that was would like get like very sticky and that. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and I still wore it in bed, but I still hated wearing it. Oh, understandable. Oh, yeah. That would have been Definitely. very uncomfortable. Plus, I had a growth spurt, and so the doctors at the Royal Children's Hospital said I had to go under the knife, and if I hadn't had surgery, I wouldn't be here today. Okay, so... Oh, wow. Ooh. Well, nice. Yeah. It's great so, having you here. So, on Tuesday, ma- uh, March 25, 2008, it's remarkable, I still know the date, I went... Me, my mum and dad, me and my mum and dad went in to have the surgery done, and I was so nervous. Of course, having surgery on your spinal cord, on your spine, is incredibly risky because medical science has not yet found a way to repair a broken spinal cord. And all your nerves are in your spine as well, mm. so all Absolutely. the signals to the brain. Yeah, and a lot, that of, sort a lot of, of the important stuff is in your spine. Yeah. The surgery was supposed to go for two to three hours, but it actually went for six hours and involved doctors taking out some discs in my spine, getting bone, getting a bone from my hip. And that was to re-straighten it, right? Yeah, and also they used two 20-centimetre rods. I thought there was only one rod in your back. Yeah. But I later found out, looking at x-rays, that there was actually two put in there. Yep. And, and it's not like your leg, when if you get a rod in your leg, sometimes it's taken out after yep. a few years. This... It's the rods that are in my back will remain in the, my back for the rest of my life unless something happens. 
and as a result of the surgery, I was very fatigued and had, and I didn't walk for two or three days, and and I had to learn to walk basically all over again. When I first started up with health and nerves, I was so dizzy, and I just remember all the blood going yeah, well, up to my brain and that. Often being after surgery, if you haven't had surgery before, a major orthopedic surgery, you're often lying on your back for a couple of days before they actually get you up, and they're putting drugs and things in your body to mm. help with the pain. So yeah. it's a very disorienting experience getting up for that first time. Mm. Yeah, the day after I took my first steps after the surgery and it was like a newborn fold. (laughs) 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 My legs were weak and I could barely walk two or three metres, two or three metres because I, I think it was two or three metres because I could walk only to the wheelchair, which is like that distance Mm -hmm. and then back. But what amazed me was that I was so fatigued, I would tie pretty easily and end up falling asleep as soon as I returned to bed. Same happened when I returned home, I would go for a longer walk around my around the block and a few minutes after returning to my hospital bed which my mum and dad had hired for me for recovery i would then fall asleep despite my fatigue my i have an incredibly high pain threshold so basically if i say it hurts it really hurts and i was off the and i was off most of my pain medication a week after being discharged i was in hospital for a week and then the week at home basically by the time the next Tuesday came along, I decided to get off my pain medication. I didn't attend school for the first four weeks of term two, and because of my recovery, yet I was still doing schoolwork via correspondence. That's when good I that your school provided for you. Yeah, that yeah is, they did. Yeah. That is really yeah. good. Yeah, when I eventually did return to school, I only did did only half days and would only attend five out three two or three out of those five days, avoiding PE PE sessions as I wasn't medically cleared and built up from there. I did return to school full-time by the end of term two, but I didn't return to sport until the end of the year, so December. Yeah, well, you've got to look after where they operate. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. How how long in total was your recovery from that surgery? Um, To when I was doing everything I was doing before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nine months. Wow, that's wow, a, that's that's a, a long wild. time. I, I don't know. I find, at least with my recovery, what my doctor tells me is they'll sometimes be like, oh, you'll be back to normal within nine months, but it's actually like a 12-month recovery to check that everything's set and yeah. everything's all in place. I still have to be careful, they kind of are based yeah. off of assumptions when they say, you know, your recovery period is this long. Yeah, well, it's it's educated and it's yeah. they they know what they're doing. Because uh, like with my with my uh, brain injury, there I was given recovery times that some people were like, yeah, two years. Some were like, yeah, five years. And then I uh, saw a neurologist and he's like, nah, scrap that. That's ten years for you. And I'm like, ah, oh, <sighs> woo, <laughs> that's so long. I um just want to say if anybody's listening and um this conversation is bringing up any kind of feelings or whatever you can contact lifeline on 131114 that's 131114 um give them a call i guess if you want to chat about this stuff because it can be kind of emotionally yeah if you've gone through some some things you can yeah definitely um for me i guess i have cerebral palsy but i also have hip dysplasia so what that is essentially is in your hip there's like your pelvis bone and your femur and they to make your hip they kind of they're like a puzzle they're put together and that's how your hip is formed my femur kept slipping out of the socket 
It's like dislocating. It's actually a condition very common in dogs. <laughs> so I, well, so from what I can see here, you don't seem to look like a dog. No, so. I'm not. <laughs> I often say if I'm going to someone's house, it's very common in Labradors in particular. And they go, oh, yeah, the Labrador's been at the vet. I've been like, do they have hip dysplasia? And they're like, yeah. And I'm just like, I get your dog. <laughs> we have a connection you, now. You walk up to the dog and you're like, you and me, bud. I'm, yeah, well, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, so I've had several surgeries to do with that and arthritis, and I had to have a lot. And I... I can walk. I don't say I can't walk independently, but I can't. I can walk independently, but I can't walk unassisted. Mm. So I can walk by myself, but I use crutches to do it mainly, um, and I can get around. But the thing is, after each surgery, I had to learn to walk up until that point again, and so I was already, I guess, impaired because I couldn't walk, quote unquote, normally before the surgery. So I would have to kind of start, I guess, from even further behind get in front Mm. and so that can take for me to learn to walk again six to eight weeks after some surgeries um, which is a very I guess intense process but I mean it's fun I always find you bond with your physio and you come up with little jokes (laughs) yeah kind of becomes a sort of thing Um, and yeah so that's kind of my experience with that and in terms of energy and stuff I've I didn't do PE straight away after my surgeries, but I still don't do PE anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we are going to go to AJR with I'm Ready here on SID 90.7. You're listening to Raise the Platform. AJR, I'm Ready on Raise the Platform on SID 90.7. We are now going to talk about talk to Aiden about his recovery from surgery. Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, Veronica had a good so oral uh just in that song break. Yeah, she was telling us a bit about her experiences. Mm. Do you want to, um, I guess, tell our listeners a bit about that, Veronica? Yeah, so a little bit about my story. When I was born, I was born three months early because my mum was really sick when she had me. And when I was born, I was 560 grams. You were tiny. I know. So that was the weight of a margarine container. Whoa. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, that's kind so, of put it in perspective, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's insane. Yes, yeah, so uh, one day I was really sick and the doctors noticed that I had a hole in my stomach somewhere. They couldn't quite figure it out and I was so sick at the time that they had to hurry down to the ward that my mum was in and as a result, they had, they had to do this big scar across my tummy so find out where it was. Mm-hmm. So emergency surgery, and then when I was in year six, um, my mum decided to get me into hospital to get the scar neatened out, just so that it was a little bit more yeah mm. more presentable because it was quite indented. So of course, yeah. because it was quite big, I did take a few days in hospital. Um. I did a lot of sleeping because of all the painkillers and all that. Yeah, they make you pretty sleepy. Yeah. yeah. God bless. Most yeah. <laughs> most time spent sleeping, but I am pretty strong, so I didn't really feel the need to have to take painkillers. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, that's just your personal preference. If you take mm. painkillers mm. in hospital, you're meant to. You're in uh, hospital. Yeah. Definitely. Um, if yeah. anything, that's the place to take painkillers. Yeah. The best yeah. place. Yeah, so just follow. Just following back from my back surgery, I had patient-controlled analgesia, which was giving me painkillers. That's mm. the button. Yeah, the button. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But um, anyway, 
so yeah, your recovery. I guess worth sharing our recovery stories. But everyone recovery reco- recovery is different. Yeah. Recovers mm. different. Like I just recovered from that sentence. Back. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone kind of recovers different. So you know, if you've had a different experience, um, let us know. We're facebook.com slash raise the platform mm. RTP sin on Twitter, or I don't know how you do it on Instagram, but we're raise the platform <laughs> raise the on platform. Instagram. Um, and I guess when it comes to recoveries as well, I don't know how you guys have gone with this, but the hardest thing for me, I guess, was explaining to my friends what was going on. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and like, because when you go back to school, usually after surgery or whatever, you might be, I was in a wheelchair for a little while, but you look reasonably normal mm. and you look like your regular self, but you don't feel like your regular yeah, self. And you yeah, still feel really drained. And when you explain to one person, you then have to explain to another 500 people individually. Yeah, or um, the story kind of gets changed as it goes along. Yeah. You have to go and clarify things. I did, I did mention this a few weeks ago, but I had, to, but I felt like I had the, I had to tell people because they were always going to realise that I was going to be away for the first four weeks of term two. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you told people that you were going to go away for a little while. And was that disclosure letter I said oh, a few okay, weeks yeah, ago? Yeah. If you mm. were listening a couple of weeks ago, um, Jaden read out to us a bit of a story about like how he disclosed not only his autism but his surgery and all that sort of thing to his class in year seven yep yeah mm. um and so that's how he did it what i found with um surgeries because i have when i have a surgery it's usually a relatively big one at least for me is i have like a little party beforehand (laughs) (laughs) no but there was one surgery and i'm a bit embarrassed about this and i never admitted this to the doctors but i um sorry if you've got a queasy stomach just tune out for a second um i we had a little bit we had like a i guess a good luck dinner and my mom made nachos and nachos was my favorite that is a great Um, good luck food yeah um but i ate so many nachos i was so sick after my surgery and no one could tell what was going wrong (laughs) and mom and i realized it was because i'd eaten too much beforehand and i'd I'd waited i'd waited like the 12 hours you meant to wait before surgery but i kind of just ate until i was absolutely (laughs) full oh no that's awesome yeah well, I, I don't. My uh, sis- I w- just quickly, I'd like to see on my diagnosis report too many nachos. <laughs> <laughs> said all the facts. Yeah. I I have my when my sister was um, recovering from a, an injury. Yeah. It was a f- about two years ago, whatever. I don't remember. That's not important. The, we had a really good family bonding moment in the rehab center. We she's in a she has an electric wheelchair, a frame, and a manual wheelchair. Yeah. And nice range of rides. Nice, great range. It's like uh, it's like an, old, uh, an expensive guy with his uh, <laughs> fancy cars. Yeah. And um, we had a great moment. My sis, my older sister and I, she'd get in the manual wheelchair and I'd get on the frame and we'd create a conga line and go down the hallways oh, back and forth. That is so funny. Great <laughs> family <laughs> bonding <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hospitals definitely bring out very, very funny experiences in people. I know... Some of my friends, I haven't done it, but they've gone IV pole racing. I don't know how you do it. IV What's, pole racing? Well, when you're in hospital, if you've ever seen those, and I don't recommend this, by the way, I won't go into it, but if you've seen those poles, there's just, I don't know how they do it. This yeah. is like the underbelly of ER. Yeah, but we should probably <laughs> move on from that. And it wasn't ER, and um, the nurses are really good. Um, I had a lot of fun. I was in hospitals for New Year's one year, and like, we had a little New Year's party and all the nurses brought in ice cream and they brought in non-alcoholic champagne as well for us oh, to like cheers. Oh, that, that is so cool. Have all the fun. 
And um, I remember they wore, like, party hats and we had, like, streamers and it was really, really fun. And, like, honestly, even though I was in hospital, that's probably the best New Year's I've ever had. That's awesome. That, so, that is just gorgeous. That is gold. Yeah. So I think, I think you know, people see hospital and recovery and it is hard and you do have your moments where you're like, oh, this is the worst yeah. thing in the world. But um, it, it can bring out kind of the best in people and lead yeah. into some mm. really fun experiences. Like, yeah. you know, I'm just picturing you and your sister going, you want the walker yeah. or the electric scooter <laughs> yeah. today? Well, because we it, it was quite a walk from like the door to her room and we're like, you know what, let's go out fancy. Grab the things, <laughs> let's go. Have you, um, have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh, oh, years ago. But yeah, but you know how, like, they're like, um, one of the characters, Cameron, he has a Ferrari, and they're like, his dad owns mm. the Ferrari, and they're like, should we take the Ferrari? <laughs> should we not take the Ferrari? You always, always take the Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what Ferris said. It's a good philosophy for life, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Hospital stories and all of that here on Raise the Platform on Sin. We're now going to go to... Uh, Amy, Wi- uh, Amy Winehouse, yeah, with uh, Tears Dry on Their Own. That was very, very good. Yeah. So right now, we were just talking about a bit about exhaustion before, I guess, after surgeries, and we're going to kind of continue that chat, mm. I guess, a little bit. Fatigue, or fatigue as I like to call it. Fatigue. Fatigue. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I guess with fatigue, a lot of people, there are different types of fatigue, I find. Mm. And a lot of people think, like, fatigue is just, oh, my gosh, I want to go to sleep. But I think there are, like, different levels. Like, for me, and it might be the same with your sister, I've actually never kind of talked to someone with cerebral palsy about this, but my muscles feel really tired mm. kind of a lot. Mm. And um, it's it's not, like, if you looked at me, like, I wouldn't be falling asleep here at the radio station being mm. like, oh, guys, I need a nap. But I'm just so fatigued in my legs that I'm like, oh, I can't. can't yeah, do yeah. Anything. Well, I I get um, chronic cognitive fatigue, yeah. and so it, I mean, like my muscles, I don't I don't get that. Instead, I get, I just sort of, I'm like a car running on flat tires. I just oh, like a car without any fuel. I just slowly start to just stop as and I like keep trying so to go, like, and it like it's bunny like hops you a little bit. Slowly hit the brakes and just slowly yeah, run out of fuel. It like bunny hops a little bit and then like groans have and moans. Have you got Have you got the then, empty fuel beep beep? Oh, I wish. <laughs> that would that would drive everyone nuts, and I'd get so much joy out of that. It's it's <laughs> it's not good. So that's sort of like chronic fatigue syndrome, or something. I I'm not sure. Yeah, can you but explain it, what that's kind of like? Well, it a good way to like summarize it is it takes me two times the amount of energy to do any one thing, and when I get tired, I like have a ab I. I forget what they call it. It's absent mind something. I just kind of... My brain kind of just shuts off if I get too fatigued and I just... Absent-mindedness. Yeah, yeah. And it takes me a few days to recover, but it just... I, like, lose focus and I can't concentrate. I just find it hard to do things. So, I guess... That must be challenging. Yeah, I guess a good question from there is how do you pace yourself? Um, oh, that is... Oh, that is a great, great, great question. I'm still trying to figure that out, but I kind of just... If I have a long day, I'll like take half an hour and just like lie down, put on some sick beats, and lie in bed <laughs> in a dark room for a bit. What, what's just... your like, I guess refueling beat to refuel? I, I um probably Zeppelin, oh, probably oh, Zeppelin okay. for some weird reason. Zeppelin, nice choice. 
Um, yeah, and I guess for me, I'm kind of the same. I did I did a five-kilometre fun run a couple of months ago, and I was fine that night, and kind of everyone thought I was fine. Like, they knew I'd be tired after, but I went and got some fast food at, like, 1am with my friends. 1am? Best time yeah, to get well, fast food. Yeah, well, it was a nighttime fun run. Oh, okay. So it sense. happened at night time, and um, it was really, really cool. There was lots of music, and, like, there was a little party after. Um, but the next day and the couple of days after, I wasn't tired and like, oh my gosh, I need to sleep. Mm-hmm. But like, my, I, it just took me longer to process things for a little while and like, um, my legs just, and my whole body really, it just slowly hurt and I had like, I, I was unwell and it, but it wasn't obvious mm-hmm. and that was kind of hard to deal with because on the... On the surface, I guess I looked fine. Yeah, yeah. And my friends would be like, "Oh, come on, let's do this," and I have to be like, "No, I can't right now." I've I've, I've had that problem. Yeah, because you appear as though um, everything's fine. Because I guess it's kind of being, it's kind of you feel like a bit of a downer if you're like, "Oh, actually, guys, I'm suffering from fatigue and yeah. I can't do this right now, and my legs cramping, and I just want to sit in bed and do nothing." You get the vibe of being a massive party pooper. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like you try and excuse yourself, but you look fine. So people are like why don't you come? And you're like, mm. oh, I'm not feeling great. Oh, come on, we'll help you. We'll go out. Yeah. It'll be fine. And you're like, no, I need to take a breather. Well, I want to yeah. stay inside. Yeah, yeah. I want to stay inside with some movies Let me just and popcorn. Up, please, I just want a Netflix. Leave <laughs> me alone. I just want to watch <laughs> Get out the TV chocolate and put ever. on some music. Yeah, and some Zeppelin. <laughs> or some Queen. Ooh, I, yes. I always go to ice cream. Ice cream is kind of my go-to food when I just want to... Ice cream? Because I literally want to chill. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> you, as, you, as you're eating the ice cream, you're like, God, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I take my chilling literally and figuratively. No. Oh, yes, I like that one. <laughs> if you want to chill out this afternoon, just have some ice cream and yeah. you'll be fine. That's great because no, no one else would get the joke. You're the only one who's in on that joke. I just, and just came up with that joke. That. that was an off-the-cuff joke. I'm quite oh, proud well, of myself. You, you should just stand up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, ice cream is kind of my, my food of choice. I was um, talking to a friend who'd been to the dentist this week and she um, we were talking about, like, she was a bit sore and I said, you need ice cream. Oh, and no. she said, oh, no. oh, I don't really feel like ice cream. And I kept pushing the ice cream and pretty much long story short, she thinks I should change my Twitter bio to ice cream advocate. Run for um, like run for like your local council and have that as like your number one policy. I'm ice cream for everyone. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. Oh, that yes. So but, um, That's the little children's <laughs> run, by the way. Yeah, I, I grew up with that. You said that's so good, like... Yeah, same. as on a slogan, that's so oh, yeah, good. I'd have, yeah. to, I'd have to find the person who came up with that however many years ago. Uh, you get, you know how you get, like, your checkboxes on your posters? Have, like, your face, and then your first checkbox is to improve, like, job growth. Bring I'm, in uh, more ice cream fans. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get... More gonna... ice cream fans or more ice cream vans? I think that I think they both grow together, really. I thought I couldn't tell what you said, so um, yeah. So ice cream's my go-to food. Also hot chocolate. That's, oh yes, mm. that's a good yes. one. Yes, mm. Veronica agrees. Isn't I there, Jaden? Do you, what do you eat just when you need to relax? Mm, probably chocolate or skittles or skittles, mm, some nice. skittles. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> taste the rainbow. 
I've I've always wanted to be that person. I've never had the guts to though to put Skittles and M and M's in the same bowl and just mm. see. Oh, that's just that's cruel. <laughs> that's it's cruel, really. But I mean, it would be. I I would want to see like if I could tell the difference or because I reckon they would look different. Like I think like the coloured chocolates are slightly darker than. The... I, I think M and M's are also slightly larger. Than... Yeah, so you could tell. So like, but still, I'd just like to put them in the same bowl <laughs> and let them. Mix. <laughs> I guess, um, yeah, we've kind of gone off the. <laughs> yeah, we need topic. to get back onto topic. I no, but I guess we're talking about what we do when we're exhausted. Yeah. So yeah. we're still we're still on topic. Um, and, and you plot how to really ruin everyone's day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in very minor ways. Um, in terms of what I do to relax, I mostly watch animal documentaries or the news. A current. Are you affair. a David Attenborough fan? Yes, I do. Yes, I like him. <laughs> Yes, um, he he has a great voice. He was made to make nature documentaries. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. He's one of the best storytellers there is. Yeah. Alarm voice right there, David Attenborough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Aiden wakes up in the morning. <laughs> on the on the subject of animal documentaries, although it wasn't really an animal documentary, there's this BBC show called Walk on the Wild Side, and there was this peacock going nighttime. Daytime. <laughs> was that the one where they put like funny voices under the animals? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, it yeah. was a. Okay. I believe they took it off the internet, but it was like a BBC show for a while. They'd like dub what the animals. That's would that say. sounds hilarious. That yeah, sounds pretty it, clever. It was really really funny. Um, and yeah, so I think that's the show that Jaden was talking about, but mm. I don't know what it's called. I guess one other thing that I really... I think it was called Walk on the Wild Side or something like that. It one seems thing, like it would be an appropriate name. Yeah, one thing that I really like to do to relax, other than literally and figuratively chill, <laughs> <laughs> is um, I like to I like to hang out with my friends. I guess I think everybody likes to hang out with their friends. Yeah, that's always a good idea because it keeps your mind off what's going on. But I guess mm. I like to hang out with friends who, who kind of just... We can have a chat mm. and it... It's not like a high intense thing. Like I think the sign of a good friendship is where you can kind of just sit and relax. Yeah. And you yeah. Don't have to be like, oh, next topic of conversation, next topic of conversation. Banana yeah. lounge mates. Yeah. Is, <laughs> that, that, is that, that the term? That's the off the cuff term. That's Banana very very lounge. good. So with that, we're going to go to Missy Higgins with temporary love here on Sin ninety point seven. You're listening to Raise the Platform. Welcome back to Sin ninety point seven. Raise the Platform. That was temporary love by Missy Higgins. I feel like your voice just got deeper. Because during the break, we were saying that Aiden has a bit of a deep voice because you just said that you can't remember listening to your voice on tape. Kind no, of not really. So I said you have a bit of a deep voice and I feel like you just went even deeper. <laughs> uh, I reckon. <laughs> Don't you think you just went deeper than Veronica? Uh, re- I think so. It was like, yeah. it was like Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That'd be so great. I'd love that. Um. We were just saying before about, like, songs and things in Harry Potter, and I um, said I've never read Harry Potter. I've read, like, maybe the first book, but that's kind mm. of it. I've, I've only seen some of the movies. I, I, I'm same here. I read the first one, and I watched I don't know how many of the movies, but I stopped at some point. <laughs> I saw the last two movies. They were great. No, they, they were good. Yeah. Um, Veronica, are you a Harry Potter fan? I am, yes. I've read all the books, um, but I haven't seen all the movies because... I don't have access to audio description on all the movies. Oh, that's unfortunate. No. But for listeners who don't know, audio description 
It basically helps people who are blind to have low vision understand what's going on. So can I give an example? Can you tell me if I'm correct? Uh, yes. Let's say that they're playing, I don't know, Quidditch on the screen. Would it say Harry is climbing on his broomstick as a teammate passes him or something? Um, yes, it, it would say, for example, Harry climbs on his broomstick as Malfoy passes him. Yeah. Oh, so it's kind of, it's sort of like an, o- an audio book kind of thing. Yes, yeah, so it's sort of like that, but it's like watching the movie. That's yeah. cool. So it, it sort of it brings the movie to life. That's really cool that they do that. They should do it for all of them, that they do it I for think some so. of them. Yeah, that definitely. Kind of, it's kind of like someone just, I guess, guiding you through the movie and telling mm. you what's going on. Yes, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. What's your What movie do you think's got like the best audio descriptions? Or oh, best audio description. That's a difficult one because... I am totally blind, so I don't know unless someone else watches and goes, I reckon this one because they're seeing it, I'm not. Choosing. Oh, right. You've got no reference point to be no, like, yeah. matching no. Up. What is your favourite movie? I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Okay. Is now a good time to tell you I've never seen Star Wars? You've never seen Star You've Wars? Never se- where have I've you never been? <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> nice. I've only seen episode seven. Um, I've seen, like, bits and pieces. Like, I have this memory for some strange reason of nothing significant about the memory, but just of watching Darth Vader in my childhood home on the carpet. I don't... Like, just, on the TV. I oh, I've, on the carpet. <laughs> I'm like, wait, Darth Vader was on your carpet? <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> like, where no, do you live? <laughs> I just... I just... In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> um, I was just, like, lying on the carpet and on a kind of, like, I guess, typical late 90s, early 2000s TV set watching Star Wars and I just remember the one scene of Darth Vader walking down the hallway. Nothing significant about it. It's mm, awesome. All Interesting. Okay. Um, so with that, um, we are going to go to Planet with Undermine here on Sydney 90.7. You're listening to Raise the Platform. You are listening to Raise the Platform on Sydney 90.7 and that was Undermine by Planet. Very cool song. I hadn't heard that before. No, Same. no, never even heard of Planet. Never even heard of it. Well, Rosie usually picks out some cool music, and I, I would say that was a cool song. I really liked the vibe of it. And yeah, speaking of Rosie, Rosie, uh, who is our EP, and Alex, um, they're currently in Cambodia, and they are hand cycling through Cambodia at the moment. Um, they're riding, I believe, 542 kilometres in That's total. a long way. That is a long way. I'm like, puffed thinking about that distance. Yeah. No, like, I can't, I can't even picture that distance in my head. <laughs> I, I can't either. I'm, I'm trying to think how long that would be, and it, it just... No. Um, and, and also the tiring at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm. Well, they're not doing it all at once. It's broken up. I think it's a 10-day trip, I want to say. Okay. Um, I'll have to check that with them. But, yeah, they're going from... They're going all throughout Cambodia, and I believe they were just with, like, Ho Chi Minh City. And well, that's... that's what I, I'm, I don't know. I'm really bad at geography, so Ho Chi I Ho Chi Minh City. I agree. Well, I'm formerly I'm known as Saigon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're no, I think that is uh, Vietnam, yeah. Um, and yeah, they look like they're having a great time, and I'm sure they'll come back with heaps of stories. And um, yeah, but that distance, their arms are going to be really, really. Ripped. Well, they're not. Yeah, they're going to come back with ripped arms and good stories. <laughs> yeah, ripped arms and good stories here on Race Platforms in 90.7. Um, and I guess that kind of ends our show for today. We will see you next week, and you should um, 
tune in and listen to what we have to say, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with well, that. Very wise. You should take in everything we say. Maybe. No, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, no, tune in. We're going to have a good show. Um, it's a bit of a, I guess, a surprise to all of us what it's going to be about. <laughs> yeah. but it will be a very good show. And we will see you next week here on Raise the Platform Sin 90.7. You can find us on Twitter at RTPSIN, on Facebook slash Raise the Platform, and on Instagram or Insta at Raise the Platform. You are now going to be hearing Meg Mac with Never Be. This is one of my favourite songs of last year. Is it? It is. Oh, yeah. wow. And I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening to Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7.